This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. You are watching Leicester Till I Die TV. afternoon and a blurry one according to my phone good afternoon good evening good day hello and wherever you are in the world i hope you're enjoying the show uh welcome to ltid tv one where we are here as you can see for the prediction show yes we've got a double header for you tonight we are not just doing game week nine which is fast approaching there is a game kicking off at eight o'clock so don't worry i won't keep you waiting to kick off on the predictions and we also got the midweek games to go through now as our lovely intro likes to say hello to chris he obviously heard it because he sat in the background isn't he chris it's like the intro just knows you need to be on the show chris good evening mate how are you doing 
Well, I'm sat in something. I don't know what it is, but uh, maybe I need <laughs> consonant pants. I am okay, sir. How are you? I'm doing very well. I am. I'm doing very well. I mean, better than I'm doing in the prediction league. So we'll get sat in a minute. It, it's not that important. No one cares about the league right now. It's about score predictions. I was just thinking then you couldn't be doing any bloody worse, mate. Well, I, I could. I could. I could. I could dock myself points for doing so badly. But there we are. I mean, Chris, you've you've had a sneak peek. The boss's privileges and all that. You're, you, you, you may have noticed a, an, an error that I'll come to. But apart from that, it, it's tight at the top, isn't it, Chris? It is. Um, just a little bit disappointed that uh, personally I've not done as well. But uh, I think it's very experimental this year. I think before when we've looked at when we always used to do the Premier League. But let's be honest with you, we'd been in the Premier League nine seasons. We knew what teams were good, what teams were bad, who was likely to win. And all right, we didn't always get it right. But I do think there's a lot of sort of like, mm, mm, with this league, you know, and seeing, uh, you know, sticking your thumb in the air, seeing which way the wind's blowing. Yeah, well, that's safe to say. With one scoreline that happened at the weekend, not a single soul, not only did they not go for Plymouth to beat Norwich, but nobody in their right mind predicted 6-2. Or was it 6-2 well, in the end? I don't know. I mean, where the hell did that come from? I mean, all right, you're going to get well, those results. Newcastle, who did they, they put eight past? Who did they put eight past? Sheffield, wait, Sheffield United, which yeah. is not good for our lonely Luke Thomas, but um, no, no, we won't no. talk about that. No, and, and, and Barnes got injured. But, you know, occasionally these results do come along and sort of, Throw a spanner in the works. It makes it interesting, but that's football. Who, who would have thought that Norwich or Southampton would be on the runs that they are at the moment? That's very true. You know, this is Southampton are on a, I believe, four-game now on a winless run. Uh, so they're not even drawing games. And like you said, and the same thing is happening in the predictions league, Chris. As you know, like, yeah, we've got 15 competitors in this league now. And I obviously am the... Uh, the, the VAR in the room. I do all the work behind the screens. I tally up all the points. And just when I think, oh, I may be playing catch-up, I turn the page, my little notepad, I turn the page to someone who's just ahead of me, and I'm thinking, how the flipping hell did you predict them to get that score? How the flipping hell did you see that? They've not won a game all season. Why did you say them winning? Why did they go and win? So it just proves what a topsy-turvy division sure we're currently I in. I think last week, I think yeah, I think it was last week, I think I probably got more more points for Steve than I did for myself. Well, I can confirm that you, you, you actually you actually got one more point for Steve than yourself. Um so yeah. Uh, oh. I give up. No, no wonder Steve's working late. It's working better for him. That maybe maybe that was his tactical along to this season. Yes. But we, we, we've got a lot to get from Chris. Like we said, we've yeah. got game week nine and game week ten. And as much as I don't want to, I did promise the people, and there is eager people waiting. I know there is. I know you lot in the Premier League because I don't put it in the group chat. You see, I make them wait for it. See, all about I'm all about viewers. Me, I, I'm not just a pretty face. I wish I was that, but uh, you know, I have got a brain that works. So, how did everybody in the allegedly, league? Allegedly, remember, do? allegedly, we have lawyers. Oh yeah, sorry. Allegedly, for my uh, my lawyers, sorry, lawyers, I can't speak either. Um, how did everybody do in the predictions league? Well, for game week eight, this is alphabetical, so don't shoot the messenger. If you're thinking I'm second and I've budged, fudged the numbers, no, I didn't. On the left hand side, as you can see, Jeff had the best, the best of the bunch. Not many people getting any 
correct results. Um, I know people might say, oh, results, scores, all the way around. Left-hand column is they got the result spot on. You know, Jeff got two completely spot on. And correct score means they got the result in terms right, but they didn't get the numbers right. I know it should be the way around, but don't be pedantic. But as you can see there, not actually many points. No. Jeff and John, nine and seven, the highest scores. Lots of fours and threes, Chris. And a few zeros in there, although that is bad editing. I am, I am, as, feeling, uh, I am feeling like a, a bit like Southampton at the moment. I'm dropping like a stone. Yeah, well, you are, but you might be on the rebound. So, what do these facts and figures mean to the table? I can hear you crying and asking, because that's what you're all really here for. Well, it means... It means we have a new leader. Game week eight, he's held the perch for seven weeks strong, but Jeff has toppled Doug. Doug finally has succumbed. A few bagged weeks for Doug in terms of low-scoring points has finally caught up with him. And if Steve Salt, Steve Smart, sorry, if you're if you are in the chat, you're thinking, "How am I in third and fourth? And maybe there's a, a Shane down in there. saying, where the hell am I, Shane? You're on fifty-seven points, and you are in. You are in four. I made a typo and a boo-boo because otherwise it'd be confusing. You have got 57 points in fourth, but we do have a new leader and that's all we care about. No one cares about the bottom half. No one cares about that. It's all about the Champions League spot. We won't talk about that. So it is... Hang on. on, Just one second. Just hold your horses. Uh, I do think we need to get rid of that banner there so that we can... No, no, put the banner back up. It's, no, 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 it's nothing no, important. No, 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 no. I think we should just remove it for the moment. Oh, I was like the wizard at the Wizard of Oz. To pay no attention to the, to the <laughs> name behind the banner. The just move along, move along. Nothing to see. The worst you know what? The worst thing is, I'm, that, I'm doing that badly this year in the Championship that I've had better weeks than both Anthony and Steve, and yet I'm still bottom. <laughs> it's just <laughs> how it goes. Uh, uh, oh, we, we are, exa- we are exactly full. Well, you know, you know, no one cares about the Championship predictions. It's all about the Premier League for predictions. This show might be Championship-esque, but I am Premier League. I am Garinda. Hear me roar. I don't bother predicting Rotherham away, mate. I'm only interested in West Ham at home. So that's why I'm doing so poorly. Uh, but no, it's good to see. And like I said, a new leader in Jeff who's climbed his way up the table. So all is not lost. And... It looks pretty close in the middle of the pack, isn't it, Chris? Yeah, you know, right from eighth all the way up to second is is, is in the fifty point bracket. Well, you have a good week. Um, I mean, let's be honest with you. If you if you get two or three spot on, you you jump up the table. It's like the proper table. I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm sort of doing the West Brom and I'm bouncing between third, fourth, and fifth week in week out. Um, it just yeah, it, 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 it's exciting. We don't want a it is, it is. We, don't, we don't want a Scottish Premier League sort of table, do we? No, we don't. We like to see it chopping and changing, everybody fighting at the top. And like you said, Chris, a, a few of you this week that are in it have only done well because you managed to get a result right. I've had a few weeks where I've looked down it, and some of your points have only been because you got one correct result in terms of getting in. So it does show. That just because you don't maybe have a good week in total, you might still pick up some valuable points by getting it spot on. Which is what you're hoping to do, Chris, here. Now, because we've got an 8 o'clock kickoff, I can't drag this out for 45 minutes to make sure you miss out on a on an instant couple of points. You're here doing double shifts as well, aren't you, Chris? Because 
we are going to change it. I just let everybody know now. We've been going about 10 minutes, so you're all in. You're all clued in and checking in. Because Steve isn't able to make these seven o'clock, and we don't want him missing out and, 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 and not getting any points, it's not fair because he's used to being bottom. We like to make him come bottom on his own account, not by Chris's scores here. Predictions from the oh. time for the prediction show where, where, next where week. Where were you again, Brad? Where were you again? Oh, so I, I'm, I'm really strong, mate. That's why I'm at the bottom. That's what it is. It's all these muscles I've got under this uh, jumper. Anyway, as I was saying, due to work commitments for Steve, what we're going to do from this week going forward, so this will be the last time this show is, is live at 7 o'clock. It will still be live next week, but we will be going back to its old time of 9 o'clock, which just means Steve might have a bit more of a chance to get home from work and be on the show, because this is why he's not been able to make a few of them. And me and Chris have talked about it, and with Steve, and we've suggested just take it back a notch, because you guys love the prediction show, and you're all seeing Steve. So... That will be it going forward. So make a note in your diary. If you are subscribed, which you should be to this channel by now, you should really be subscribed okay. and obviously hitting that like button. But if you're subscribed and you've turned the notifications on to all, you will get a notification when the time changes. But that's the heads up. Enough shameless plugging, Chris. Let's get on with the predictions. We have game week. Well, well one of two for us. But it's so game week nine. So you're, you're plugging and you're bottom of the league. Does that mean you're a butt plug? <sighs> I mean, I don't think about that. Maybe I need to stop with my shameless pugs now. That's my, that's my go-to line, Chris, when I do the break for the podcast. Now you've ruined that for me and everybody at home. <laughs> Please don't but, bring one of those out. <laughs> oh, if you, if you weren't my boss, I'd remove you and get another guest in. But there we go. Anyway, Chris, we'll get down to the business end of things. The first the, the first game is tonight. It's 8 o'clock. I want to I want to really drag this out to dock you some points now for being late with it, but I can't I can't do it. Sheffield Wednesday at home to uh, Sunderland. Yeah, Sunderland uh, upturn in form. They found a little bit of result. They obviously got that big hammer in against Southampton a couple of couple of fixtures ago. Sheffield Wednesday not off to the greats. It starts with their return. Do you feel like? No, go on. What no, were you saying? The rock bottom and the chairman's come out this week, yeah. hasn't he? And said he's not pumping any money in. Um, I mean, if I was a Sheffield Wednesday fan, I'd be thinking, what the hell's going on at my club? You know, uh, yeah. I, I think they have, I mean, oof. it's always hard for the club that comes up through the playoffs because you're that week, two weeks without knowing who can you buy? Who can you buy? You're a little bit behind in the window. But they're, they, they're in such a mess, that club, you know. And I, I think I think you and me could turn up and beat Sheffield Wednesday at the moment, Brad. Uh, it's awful. Well, well, yeah, they are. And it's just, you look at this fixture and, you, and, and maybe early in the season, Sheffield Wednesday would have gone, oh, well, it's new boy Sunderland as well. This could be a good way to, to kind of get us in, you know, Keepers in touch and distance of chasing Pat, but it's all gone sour since that miracle playoff against Peterborough for them, really. Obviously, they won the final, so that was a little bit there, but since then, like you said, they just seem to have gone downhill. Darren Moore, the man who got them to this division, is now um, a Huddersfield manager. We'll touch on his appointment later on. But, Chris, it's not a, I will tell you this now, it's a very popular pick, is Sunderland away. Is, is is that the same thing for you, or are you going to do a Chris a Chris special and sit on your fence? 
no, no, uh, the fence will disappear between my arse cheeks on this one because there's no way. I mean, Sheffield Sheffield Wednesday should be looking at this and, and they, they should have been on such a high. Do you remember, you know, where, where, you know, where any team that gets promoted, I mean, we've gone through the playoffs and you win the playoffs in a dramatic way, like we did against Palace that time. Yeah. You should be taking that into the, you know, that that into next season. They didn't because of the Darren Moore situation, and now that the the, the, the the owners come out and said that, I'm going two one to Sunderland. I mean, Sunderland haven't had the best of. Uh, uh, of oh, said that they're actually up in fifth. They're doing better than I thought. Um, I'm going to actually go. I'm yeah, actually yeah. going to go four one to Sunderland. I'm going to change my mind. Four one. Yes. Four one. Well, thank thank you for that. Luckily, I'm I'm a great editor, so I can just write it next to it because I've just written one two, and then you told me one four. You followed up. I you know a lot of people have gone heavy for Sunderland wins. Um, I I know I normally do a review, but these double weeks we haven't got the time to keep going over what everybody else predicted. No. We'd be here till midnight. No. Um, so yeah, four one, Chris. And obviously you're filling in for Steve for this week. It'll be the last time we have a guest on to fill in for him. Um, if he's not available, uh, big scoreline. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing that this week. You remember? Oh yes, we're not doing that for Steve this yeah. week. We have yeah. we have a system in. Yeah, we have a system yeah, in place Steve's for that. Although he, because he couldn't come on, I think he said he was going to send uh, the results in. Yes, he sent yeah. them through. He sent them through. I've just seen his message. He has just yeah. sent them. Uh, he sent them through. So I've got his now. So I don't. Uh, don't need you to fill in. Yes, I forgot we'd. Uh, I just said that. To you. Tell me, tell, tell me where my head is about telling you where my head is. Moving on, Bristol City, the team that Leicester conquered uh, at the weekend, uh, they take on a Stoke side who, if a team could have a division named after them, for me, the championship would be called Stoke City League because they're always in it. Uh, indifferent. Uh, Mm. Where's your head going for this one? Because I think this is a tough game to call I, and try I, and win. I'm edging for a home win here because Stoke has surprised me. I thought they'd be doing better than they were. And yes, I know it's early days, but we're actually only a couple of games off being a quarter of the way through the season. Although we're sat here going like, eh, only a couple of games in, blah, blah, blah. No, uh, you know, we're literally coming up to say to a quarter. Bristol City... Let's be honest with you, we, we beat them via the penalty and it's no good playing, for, you know, we played fancy football against Liverpool, it didn't get us anywhere. Um, we've got to be more clinical. Bristol City did a job on us and obviously I've got a soft spot for Bristol with, with Nigel Pearson, with Kingy, with, with Matty James, with David Rennie, etc. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 Bristol City on this one. Going for a home win, Bristol City. Two goals say, one. Guys, get your predictions in the chat and I will put them yeah. up on the screen as we go through. Yes, make sure. Yes, thank you, Chris. I do normally say that if you're not involved, doesn't mean you can't get involved. That's what the yeah. show's for. Get the predictions in, get, get them alongside. Just for the laughs and lols when uh, you can come back on the Saturdays and tell us, oh, well, Sunday it'll be for the watch long, you can say, hey, Chris, guess who got 10 points if he entered yeah. the league and then you'll be gutted you're not in for the prize. It, it, it won't be you, mate. <laughs> well, I don't, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I might have to start going on the website and, 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 and ordering from Steve. That's right. The only way I get any merchandise. Um, spoke about it earlier, a team in free fall uh, is up next. It, against a team that started off badly mm. and... Uh, 
and it's picked up the form. Oh, I'm hearing an echo your end, mate. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing myself rebound off 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 you. But Southampton are at home to Leeds, but that may not that may fill the Saints fans with dread. They've lost to Leicester badly. They lost to Ipswich at home. They're on a torrid run, four defeats in a row. They're playing the Bell End way under Russell Martin, and it's 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 staying true to the Bell End method, isn't it? Because I mean, sure, Southampton probably fear in this game with a turn of fortune at Leeds, aren't they? Yeah, that was better then because I muted. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I was actually on um, in the chat on the Southampton Leeds preview on Match Day Vlogs last night, and if I say to you that the two presenters would have taken a nil-nil at this point, that's how bad things are at Southampton. Uh, it really is uh, uh, desperate times there. Leeds had a bad start, but they've got it sorted out now. Um, and I mean, they're up to six. Um, Southampton are, are, like you said, you know, they're a little bit in free fall down to 15th. Uh, and I can't see them going, I know they're at home, but I can't see them getting anything from this. And I'm going 3-1 um, to Leeds United. 3 one to Leeds United. I mean, a lot of people have pretty much agreed with you. I think a few people may have given Saints home advantage, but very much predominant way is Leeds thinking. And this is what, like you said, Chris, that people can keep saying, oh, we're only started, only starting. No, now we are familiar with run of forms. We, we've got a, we've got a bit of a record to go off. You know, the first four games, it's hard to do, but now we're in game week eight. We, you've got a, a bit of a fixture and you kind of know how teams are playing home and away. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised that probably going to start seeing a lot of team play, you know, people predicting the same sort of thing. Uh, what are you predicting? What, yeah, that's the question. Oh, he's asked me that, knowing that I've got to do this. So, actually, I can open the book and go right next to you. See, if you want to know, because people, I don't, I haven't put it in the chat. Yeah. I, I will recap my predictions. I actually went for a one or draw between Sheffield Wednesday and Sunderland because I'm an idiot. Uh, and I went 3-1 for Bristol, 3-1 uh, winter for Bristol City against Stoke. And I've also sat on the fence for Southampton Leeds, but I think that's more for my hatred for Leeds than it is for yes. where I really think they're going to go. I must say, in fairness, yeah. I know you've got a hatred for Leeds, but the Leeds fan that was on uh, Match Day Vlogs last night actually predicted his two to go up. He predicted second for Leeds at the end of the season, and he predicted Leicester to be top. Well, we'll take that praise. I mean, a lot of people do see us as the favourites to, um, to to go up. So, yeah, it's good to see. I mean, we've had a few on our preview shows. If you want to check them out yeah, after this, you can, because we've had a few fans give us the win, even though they obviously are opposition fans. So, it just shows how well a start can do for you. Going on to the next game, then. This is a, a trip down to the valleys, my fan way, as they would say. Cardiff City at home to Rotherham United. Um, Rotherham causing the odd upset here and there early doors. Expected to be in and around the relegation zone, but they're, they're holding their own again this season. Cardiff, hot and cold with their results. Chris, are we potentially seeing you back on your fence? No, um, I think oh. we're going to lose this. Uh, for me, I mean, they're down in 23rd. They're where... Um, probably expected them to be. They only just stayed up last season. Cardiff surprising me. They're up in seventh. Um, so yeah, fair play to Cardiff. Yeah, uh, no, they're, mm. they're 
they're, up in, they're above Norwich, actually, in Bristol City. Um, uh, and I think we probably makes our win over them earlier in the season probably look better than, than we actually remember. I am going for uh, a 2-0 Cardiff win. You're going for a 2-0 Cardiff win, which tells me that I need to stop making my predictions on the assumptions of previous couple of results. Because I thought Rotherham were a little bit higher than where they are, and I thought Cardiff were a little bit lower than where you put them. I need to start paying attention to the table more, because this might explain why I'm bottom. I think I've got a Steve Linex arrived because I've gone 2-0 Rotherham. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I just, I know. Just, just, just say that again. So you don't, you've gone what? I've, I've I've gone I've gone Cardiff nil Rotherham two. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just had to double-check that. Yeah. If, if, if ever I wonder why I'm doing so poorly in a championship, I remind myself that I've just backed seventh place Cardiff to get beat two goals to nil by 23rd place Rotherham. I do think so, this is you. This is definitely you. I'm Premier League. I am elite. I am proper elite. No. I am Grinder. You don't like Rotherham, do you? I'm not doing it. It's Rotherham away, mate. They can have oh. the win. And, and I've just looked at the next game that we're going to talk about now, um, and, and it's going to get even worse, Chris. So keep your finger over the silly buttons. That's the one you're needing for. Huddersfield, um, bit of a strange few weeks for them. It's something that uh, Neil Warnock made very clear was always the case. It was going to happen. I don't think they ever hid the secrets from him or, or not even the fans by, by all accounts. But they've changed the manager. The man who got Sheffield Wednesday promoted is now taken over at Huddersfield. And he's at home to high-flying Ipswich. One of the promoted sides that are, well, they're doing the best out of the three promoted sides yeah. as, it, as it stands right now. And Sunderland are up there, but Ipswich, um, hot on the tails of Leicester. And you've got a bit of a soft spot for their manager, haven't you? You actually, until Enzo was appointed, was was keen to get him in, 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 in through the door as Leicester manager. Well, Huddersfield... Was- yeah, he was one of my two uh, choices uh, post uh, pre Enzo, um, and even when Enzo was appointed, I thought this guy's done well because of what he'd done at Ipswich. They are, you know, they ha- they have got a um, a good a nice history. Uh, they've obviously won in you know European Cup. They had obviously the late great Bobby Robson, so Bobby as as the manager. Um, the, the, the one Suffolk side that I actually love, um, I think Norwich are Suffolk as well, I'm not sure. No, they might be Norfolk, actually. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I like it. So it's, Huddersfield, ah, I, I wonder what, I don't know why he's left, unless he wanted to leave, but he said he would stay until they'd got the right man in. And I think they probably have got really? the right man in. Yeah, well, I watched his press conference, Chris, and that's pretty much what he said. It wasn't a case that we wanted to leave. They basically said, we want to now look at long term, because he was brought in as an SOS. He was given a yeah. Sam Allardyce role. Come in, save us, keep us up, earn a payday, thank you very much. Because he's got a bit of an affiliation with, with Huddersfield. And, and 
he said, look, I'll stay as long as you need me until you feel ready and comfortable to move on with the, with the manager of, that you see taking you forward into the, long, the longer future. I'm happy to do it. And that's exactly how it happened. Like I said, very transparent with, with, with yeah, between owner and the, and the manager. And he's been very transparent with the fans. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. It's gonna, it's a good manager for the job, like you said, Darren Moore. I think he's been very harshly stiff in his managerial career. I think it was he Wolves and West Brom manager, and he got sacked when they were doing well. West Brom, I think he had them in the playoffs, and he got sacked. He's been a bit of a cursor for managing clubs and, and, and not and not seeing the job through. But hopefully Huddersfield's the job. But I mean, it's just Twitch. down the road from, isn't it, from Sheffield Wednesday? So he's not got to move very far. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. But you know. Is your Ipswich manager bias going to give you one air, or is it more a case of is, is Ipswich on good form? Where, where, where are you going with this one, Chris? I'd like to say Huddersfield are going to get the win because, you know, Ipswich are one place below us. So it would be nice to see them get, you know, take some points off Ipswich for us. Um, but then you've got the new manager bounce. Um, but I don't know how effective that is going to be because it's not like we said, like, you know, Warnock didn't go because he was doing badly. Um, he'd still be there, you know, in another season. But um, I'm going for, I am, I'm going on the old fence. I've climbed back on the fence and I'm going 1-1 one, one for this one. We got in there, folks. It only took to game five of, of game week <laughs> nine to get there. But he's, he's sat on that fence. He's sat on the fence. So I don't feel too bad. I still feel really bad for it. But I don't feel as bad as I did for saying what I went for. Which is, uh, I think the new manager bounce is going to take full effect. And I think this is maybe where, this could be a period, Chris, where I feel like certain teams like Ipswich maybe have that drop-off that, that, that allows maybe the, the, the favourites to catch up and start, you know, really making a pressure Part on it because I've if this was away from home, I wouldn't have gone this way. I would have backed it, which but because it's at Huddersfield, I've actually gone 2 1 to Huddersfield Town. I've uh, I'm, I'm praying and hoping and crossing it, everything it, it, because it, it, you're it, it, we do live in a free society. Um, you can you can say what you want as long as it doesn't upset anybody. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I don't agree with you. I think I, or, I have to say that, that, you know, you're bottom of the league for a reason. <laughs> but, um, I've got to start being a Steve, mate. I've got to start making wild predictions just to catch <laughs> up, mate. Well, let me just say this to you. Your opinion is wrong. <laughs> you watch now. They'll go and, they'll go and win and you'll, you'll laugh at us all. Oh, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll find the Jeremy Clarkson smug button and I'll, I'll make sure to uh, to remind you all, <laughs> all of it if, if that result comes in. Yeah. Now then, two teams that are well, doing reasonably well for the season. Hull City um, have been doing tremendously well with their manager. Yeah. Um, be, before they be, well, well, After they beat us, I think they'd only lost 7-33. They've had an OK start to their, their season. They're up where they probably expect to be. Uh, and Plymouth rocking off the back of a 6-2 uh, thumping over Norwich. So, high-flying teams, really, in, in terms of respective, Chris. This, this, this to me, could have goals galore. How, how do you see this one going? I mean, Plymouth, I thought they'd struggle. Um, I thought out the three of them, 
that that came up that they would be the one that was struggling. I thought they'd be like Sheffield Wednesday, to be honest with you. But uh, of course, they then got rid of the manager and threw the cat among the pigeons. Hull, I've got to be honest with you. I, I did watch one Hull uh, post-match show after they beat us, and you you thought they'd won the FA Cup. You know, they were so happy. So they're they're probably having a better season than they were expecting. Uh, and they're actually sat there in fourth at the moment, uh, which, like I say, I think it's more than, than than they probably expected. But I think it is going to be a high-scoring game. And I'm going to go uh, Hull City 3, Plymouth Argyle 2. He's gone for a five-goal thriller. Um, <laughs> three goals to two. That, that's, that's a bold statement. Well... If, if anything's to go off, that, that you don't follow my advice for predictions in the championship because you'll lose all your money. But I feel a bit more confident knowing that at least Chris, who's challenging for a Champions League spot in the league, has gone for a Hall win because I've gone for a bit more of a comfortable scoreline. I've gone for Hall City to win this game by two goals to nil because I think Plymouth are a side that they'll struggle more away from home and then they really will make the home form count. It's where they seem to get the bigger and better of the results. So I went for a Hall 2 nil win. So, I, think, I think for me, uh, I think there's just going to be a lot of goals in this one. I mean, what the hell did Plymouth do last last week? God knows where that came from. Maybe they stopped eating the Ginkses and they started having shredders <laughs> for breakfast. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I knew, you, I knew um, you would come up with that. I knew you would do. You know, I would. Well, I, w- I would say Pie Face, but most people what would probably watch this channel don't know who he is. He's a YouTuber. He's the only one I know who supports Plymouth. So I have to use the Kings as a reference because it's the only other thing I know about Plymouth as well. Yeah. Uh, apart from the fact that they only have three platforms on their train station. But that's useless knowledge to everybody's knowledge. <laughs> anyone. Totally. <laughs> now, they're moving on to the team that's hated by everybody, including their own fans sometimes, and they probably punch themselves in a, in a scrap. They get they get into that many. Millwall at home to the other side from the from the Valley. Millwall are at home to Swansea. Swansea's struggling, but Millwall, well, kind of just doing Millwall things. I mean, stale eight is what I call them, because for the last three seasons, that's where they've ended up somehow finishing. Yeah. Uh, probably the most unpredictable team to predict. So, ironically, Chris, what are you predicting for Millwall versus Swansea? Swansea lost three on a bounce. Um, again, mm. a, little, a little bit of free fall uh, along with Stoke. Um, Millwall, yes, they're, they're, they're the team that you don't want to get promoted. You know, it's the yeah. last team, you know, whoever they are, if they get into the playoff finals, whoever they are playing, you want the other team to win. But then again, that's what the fans love, I guess. Um, I, I I think this will be a, a boring 1-1. Oh, he's, he's sat on the fence in a 1-1. Now, I, I I have to start putting my hatred aside for certain teams and my dis, distaste for some teams, if you will, to try and not finish bottom. Second bottom will do me right now. I'll snap my hand off second bottom right now. But... Well, <laughs> I, I'm, I looked at this fixture and I, I thought about a draw and I thought about a home win. And I thought, this is the sort of typical game that you expect Millwall to win because of the poor form that Swansea are in and Swansea go and nick it. And that's why I've gone for a 1-0 away win to Swansea City. I just think this might be this dazzled potential to be a game where Swansea nick their, uh, end the, end the uh, bad run that they're on. So everybody else in the chat, don't copy me because you know now Millwall are guaranteed to win the game. 
I say, how many people have actually gone for a Swansea win along with you? Oh, oh wow. Um, I'm guessing no. not many. Um, well, you asked, you shall receive. I haven't filled in Craig yet, but he has given me his. Uh, Doug's gone for a Swansea win. Anthony's gone for a Swansea win. Who has dropped from top space and Anthony who yeah, I mean, with you. Yeah, which does make sense because Jeff's gone for a Millwall win uh, and he is top. So, John, where's John's predictions? John went for a draw. Uh, Mike, 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 Mike went for a Swansea win. Nate went for Millwall. Uh, Shane, who jumped for count. Yeah. yeah, well, that 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 that's biased hatred, isn't it? In that game, yeah. Shane down, Millwall, Shane. It's a bit split. You're in a minimum. You're in a small group there, aren't you? Paul's got. Yeah, I'm in. The, I'm in. The, I'm in a minus group, and not not yeah. for illegal reasons either. Yeah. Um, but I'm not on my own. At least that's that's one thing to be said. But you've sat on the fence. Now, a couple of games ago, we talked about a team that had six plus packs put past them and we're going to talk about them now because Norwich get a chance to redeem themselves from their embarrassment against Plymouth they are home uh, to another stale team in my opinion if you want it, teams that have stunk out the championship and, and, and made it their home uh, Norwich are at home to Birmingham I mean Chris surely Norwich have to respond here uh, in this game after what happened to them at the weekend you'd, you'd, you'd hope so um, you um, would, you know, you would look at this. If this was Leicester, you would be looking for a response, one hundred and ten percent. You know, even if it's not a three points, you would, you know, we. How often last season did we say we need a performance? This is a game. I don't care so much about the result, but we need the performance, and I think that's what Norwich need. Uh, I mean, again, you know, one of the teams that that were favourites to be up there in the playoffs. Uh, they're on a horrendous run at the moment. I'm just looking here. I mean, their last um, five is lost, lost, won, lost, won. Uh, obviously, the, the two losses have been the last two games. Um, Birmingham they started off well. They've got this new American owner in, um, who's a quarterback or something from the American Pat Bowl. Um, but they've kind of gone stale. Uh, I'm literally going, I'm going to go 2-1 Norwich purely because they need this now to, uh, they need to come back. You know, it's like, it's like when you look, remember Bournemouth losing to Liverpool? Yeah. And they got a draw the yeah. next game. And, you know, it wasn't the fact that they only got a point. It was the fact that they'd lost 9-0 and come back and then got the point, uh, albeit under a different manager. But I think Norwich... I mean, there's, there's only one place between them. Norwich are 8th, Birmingham are 10th. I'm actually going to change my mind. What go did on. Go, what did I go for? You said 2-1 Norwich. No, I'll leave it as 2-1 Norwich. I'll leave it as... I was tempted to oh, go well, for makes... but you've written it down, so I'll go 2-1 Norwich. Well, oh, thank, thank you very much, Chris. Um, you might wish you, 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 you've locked that in now. I'm not allowing you to change it now because you might want to scream at me and demand it gets changed because I also think the same and I've gone for the exact same as you. You copied my own one. I'm the boss. I'm the boss. So, everybody, I have gone for a draw for this game. 
As I say, the voting poll was closed. The towel is now in. You cannot change the count. You've you gone too wide. You may be charged, but your vote may not count. <laughs> Oh, no, you, you will be charged. It's you personally, mate. We have your mobile on, on the charge list. Don't you worry about that. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, being as you can't change that one, let's see if you I can go you different to this one. <laughs> oh, well, i tell you what, I will. I'll go nice for this one because this one's a bit of a nice one. This one maybe everybody's casting an eye on and certain people may have let their own Leicester City bias get into this given the league situation at the moment because it's that... It's our, it's what will be our midweek opponents, um, but it's Preston North End who are home to West Bromwich Albion, the biggest yo-yo club in history of football, sharing that tie probably with Norwich in a close second in terms of yo-yo. But Preston surprised everybody. Um, I know they normally have a really good start and then tail off, but they're they're, they're maintaining that. They're they're third by a point like, again behind Ipswich, or is it? It's a couple of points behind us and it switch. Yeah, but they're five points. Yeah. Um, yeah, so 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 not only are they having a good start, but they're starting to open up a gap themselves to keep themselves in that contention for the for the top two. Again, so very well aptly named Yo Yo Club in West Brom. Chris, is your is is your desires to want to see them drop points gonna impact your your decision making here? No, it isn't, to be honest with you. Um, well, do you want to hear my score prediction first before you get accused of copying my homework? Actually, I do, yes. Okay, I've gone Preston 3-1. Oh. That's what I think. Yes, I knew he'd go, yet. That's what I was thinking. No, in fairness, you can't. It's very, very hard, <coughs> excuse me, even for somebody that's at the bottom of the league, to look at this and go, that Preston aren't going to get something from this game. Um, I know. <laughs> Even yeah. a broken clock twice once a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. Uh, I don't think in football these days there's ever a banker like they used to be. Saying, oh, this is an away banker. This is the home. But I don't think they exist yeah. like they used to. Um, Pre I like Preston. I've got a soft spot for Preston, not just because of uh, Paul Gallagher I used to play for them. But like I said, I, when I lived in Burnley, it was the game I was always able to go to when Leicester played Preston. Uh, and they're a really nice, friendly club. So I do, I do like Preston. I'd love to see them finally get into the Premier League. They've come so close so often. They seem to get into the playoffs, and they, let's be honest with you, they've got a worse record than we have in the playoffs, and that's saying something. Um, but they are playing West Brom. Um, who's manager there now at West Brom? Oh, I wouldn't like to oh, hazard a guess. Somebody may tell us uh, tell us in the chat, but well, it, it was obviously up until this season, um, Steve Bruce. Um, but I can't say anything past the Preston 2-0 win, I've got to be honest with you. And, and yeah, OK, that, that may uh, keep the gap still to Hull, um, but as long as they've got that gap, I'll be quite happy. Yeah, well, I suppose it benefits, doesn't it? If all drop points, it's one less, it's one more team we're we're opening up the, the gap against. And I hope someone does tell us in in the chat who the West Brom manager is, because the last one I was thinking was Tony Bloody Mowbray. So that tells you how much knowledge and interest I have. Let me have a word with my best friend, Mister Google. I was going to say you've got friends. That's that's not true. <laughs> not, real. Got, well, not real. Ones. Oh, what? Carlos Corbera. 
Um, oh, ex Middlesbrough, is he? Was he? Uh, West Brom manager. Oh, he rejects the chance to replace Jesse Marsh's lead. So we're going back there. Uh, and he signs a new contract to keep him at the Hawthorns until 2027. So Carlos Corbran, who, uh, if I bring his wiki page up. Um, See, we're not just a prediction show, folks. We bring you information and we bring you facts. Well, Wikipedia facts, but still facts, nonetheless. See, you don't tell me we do half a job on this show. We bring you all the entertainment here. He was Leeds United under 23s. He was at Huddersfield. Yeah, I think he may have taken Huddersfield up, to be honest with you. Olympiacos, he was there for a few months. Uh, and he's been at West Brom since... I thought Steve Bruce was maybe... there. Maybe 2022 West Brom manager... Uh, Carlos Corbron, Ronald agrees with us there, so yeah, we know it's right. Um, there we go. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, he may have done. Didn't I thought it was David Wagner that took them up, but he was managing the Premier League. Maybe he took over. I don't know. But yeah, he's. I think you're right. I think you are right. Yeah, um, and he's a Norwich manager now, which explains why they got beat six two. Maybe being, uh, being he looks like a substitute math teacher, doesn't he, David Wagner? He looks like he'd step into your high school and be a substitute teacher. I don't know why I get that impression looking <laughs> at him. But who was West Brom manager before Carlos Corbron? Uh, Richard Beale was for three games. Um, Steve Bruce before that. Valeren Ismail before that. Sam Allardyce. Slavan Bilic. Yes, I've forgotten about him. Slavan so Bilic. Yeah, wow. They've had a few. Anyway, uh, I still go 2 0 Preston. They're still they going to Preston have not lost yet this season. No, they, they are the only undefeated team uh, in the division, aren't they? Um, which, which, uh, if it wasn't for them meddling Hall Tigers, we would we'd be joining them. But that's 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 the joys of the division, I guess. Yeah. And now moving on to um, to uh, a big area in the world, the big fancy limes of uh, London. Unfortunately, it has Queens Park Rangers in it. Of probably people scolding me for saying that, but they are playing some really small minnow motorway side that lost a massive M69 derby against Leicester. Because, as I say, it's not a derby unless it's named after a motorway. Yeah. Queen's Park Rangers are at home to Coventry, and Coventry away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's, maximize your home ground advantage with muck delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. I've been faltering a little bit. Predicted to win some games. They've stuttered to draws. They've... Um... You know, they've lost a few games as well in recent times. It, that playoff heartache, that hangover that sort of edge seems to have just taken that effect now into their, into their season and recent results. Chris, this is one that 
thankfully, because of my mum, I'm able to take the biases now out of, because I don't really have an hatred for Coventry. She's a cold fan, and I, I like my mum. Um, less than about Wolves and my dad, the better. But QPR versus Coventry, where, where are you for this one? Um, Coventry are the draw specialists. They've won. Mo- they've drawn more games than anybody else. They've drawn five, uh, which is more than Ooh, any wow. other team ha- ha- have drawn. And four of those have been in the last five games, believe it or not. I am so surprised at Coventry. Um, I I don't particularly have any hatred for them. Uh, I do see them as our biggest rivals because, like you say, it is the motorway derby. And I always think your biggest rivals are the team, unless you've got a particular hatred for a team, they're the team that are the nearest to you geographically. And that would be, for us, Coventry. Um they're playing QPR, who again I quite like. I, I quite like QPR, uh, despite the fact that we put five past them on their last ever game in the Premier League. <laughs> do you remember that? Um, oh, I certainly do. But we've got QPR in fifteenth, playing Coventry. Sorry, in nineteenth, playing Coventry in eighteenth. Um, I don't say. I mean, Coventry have scored twelve but conceded eleven. Uh, QPR scored seven but conceded twelve. Is it going to be a high-scoring game? Because seem to like, I think it's going to be a draw, and I'm going one-one. You're going one-one. Unless you are happy to go. Oh, well, no, 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 no! You're locking in your result first. And we'll, swap, we'll, 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 we'll change between us, or we'll rotate it. You're going on your fence, and you're sticking with one-one. I am going to stick with one-one. Yes. Right. Forty-four minutes and thirty seconds just so i can use it as evidence because i've also got one one chris you can't oh, drink your wine <laughs> i tricked you <laughs> 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 chris is losing points for each game he's not in the room for <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, mate. You knew it was coming the way I said it. You must have known. Well, you sure? didn't let me change, though. You did. I mean, we used to uh, say it with Steve, didn't we? We used to say it with Steve. Yeah. Right? Oh, God, Steve's <laughs> gone for that. I'm going to have to change it. Uh, no, oh, that's another game I'm not going to get anything from. Uh, Paul, I, I'm, I think I'm agreeing with Paul. He's gone 3-2 to QPR. I'll agree with him. Wow. If only, if only, if only, if only you'd said that instead of saying one all at the start. I'm sorry, them's the rules. Uh, them's the, you, you're the boss of the channel. I'm the boss of the league, so I get to decide. I might even get some FFP rules if you could try and try and bribe me. Yeah, I'm not up to Enjoy the show, everybody. This will be the last prediction league show of the season. <laughs> <laughs> well, and magically, and magically the, the, the generous donations of the league has seen Brad get 97 points, so he still wins. <laughs> <laughs> that would never happen. Right. The, the, I know, I know. The, the second to last game of game week nine, because these fixtures uh, worked perfectly to leave Leicester the best yeah. till last. We have Watford versus Middlesbrough, who may I just say, in all my absent ability to predict the championship one, I was the only one that bravely backed Borough to win at the weekend, and they did. So maybe take my advice on this one, he says, glancing over at his score. Um, Watford, Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough. I, I, I wasn't, I was fearing the sack for their manager, Chris. You know, I've made no qualms of this. I think a bad result, um, a bad start 
can usually be forgiven but when the expectation expectation is to be right up there I and mean, we know how quickly you can fall away in any division from from your your areas of expectations whether that's chasing down europe in the premiership or chasing the playoffs in, in this division i just felt that maybe the board at middlesbrough would kind of go we need experienced manager michael carrick's not you know he's not cutting it but They've just managed to find themselves a little bit of form to go into this game. I say little because they, they literally won it and I think they've drawn the last two games. But they are travelling to the manager's execution FC in Watford. Uh, I will do the honours. I have gone for, um, what do I usually say, Chris? Uh, it will be, be the ball draw on ITV4. Uh, I've gone for a nil-nil. So now you know not to go nil-nil. Yeah. What's your, what, what's your thinking on what you Anyway, but I do. I understand why you have. Let me just say that. Um, I do. I do get it. Uh, and Middlesbrough, the classic. I mean, Middlesbrough aren't. Um, they, they don't go out and sack the managers on a whim. Do you know what I mean? They do tend to sort of mm. give them a chance. Uh, and um, I think they've got a, a decent manager. I think he's oh, the owner. I think he's still the same owner that owned them. Uh, when we beat them in the League Cup and they got to two finals and got relegated. Yeah, that's a good Pearson played in that game. They did. They did. Yeah, he was number five for the ball. He did, yeah. Um, Middlesbrough. Do you know, if if I was the Middlesbrough owner, I would stick with Michael Carrick. He did well for them last season, but I think, you know, I think it shows everybody how fickle this game can be, how many people were shouting that, oh, Michael Carrick for Leicester manager, Michael Carrick because he'd had half a good season, you know. Um, I think they'll look at it and go, if he keeps them up this season, I think he could be that manager going forward. And sometimes you do have to take a chance on managers, don't you? You know, yeah. Uh, I mean, we did look at Martin O'Neill. He was a gamble for us. You know, it would have been very easy for us to have got rid of him uh, after that Sheffield yeah. United game. Uh, so I think Middlesbrough will stick at it. Watford, well, we know Watford. As Ronald, as Ronald has said here, uh, Watford changed their manager more times than he changes his job, or Brad changes his underwear for that matter. Uh, both, both. <laughs> The way they treated Michael <laughs> Pearson was disgusting. I mean, let's let's just say, Ronald, I, I agree with you 100%, but then Nigel Pearson wouldn't have come out of it too badly. He'd have got a nice payoff. So, you know, we shouldn't feel too mm-hmm. bad for these managers. I'm going 2-1 yeah. Watford because I do think it was a one-off Middlesbrough yet last season. They've only won the one. They've lost five. Uh, they've drawn two. They, 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 are, they are conceding. They're scoring seven, but they've let in 15. Um Yes, that's what I'm going to go for. I'm going to go two-one. Uh, I think to, uh, to 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 Watford. There you go. Chris has gone two-one for Watford. So we've nearly made our way to what is the halfway point in this show. Because for those of you that may not know, we're doing game week nine, but there's midweek games, so we will be doing game week ten in a minute. But we are at the best. Nil two to borrow from Paul there. You know, we are at the best game. We do like to save the best till last. I do it on purpose, regardless of how BBC put the fixture list up. But you said Preston earlier were 100%. Well, not 100%, but they're undefeated. There is a certain team, though, that is 100% away from home. And that is, of course, the best team in the in the whole of Midlands. And, and that's basically the championship right now. 
It is Leicester City who are travelling to Ewood Park to take on Blackburn Rovers, who are there or thereabouts, but maybe off their own standards, not exactly where they were hoping to be at this point. I mean, Chris, it's the 100% away day. Surely it's just a simple case of me putting down a, a Leicester special, which you can order on this channel for the low, low price of membership for one ninety nine. That's a nice <laughs> little plug to try and get away with saying this one. Are you going don't for a 2-1 Leicester? Don't go back to the book plugs. Don't go back to the book plugs. No, there, I you. can't. No, no. You've yeah. ruined me, ruin me half-time intro <laughs> now. But do, no, I put, do I put... I, I'm surprised at Blackburn Rovers because along with Coventry, I thought that they would be up there in the playoffs challenging for the playoffs, which they're not at the moment. A few problems there by the sound of it. I like their manager. He was the, if you remember me saying earlier that I wanted McKenna, was it the Ipswich manager? As possibly the yeah. new manager. Um, who's the manager of Blackburn? Is it Thomas Dalson or somebody? Um, John Dahl Thomason, I think. That's the one. Like that, it was, it? All, all three of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have quite been happy with him to be manager because, again, he'd got that, that championship experience. But they've got an unhappy um, uh, board. Uh, the, the owners are, are having financial trouble with their chickens in India, uh, and, and it's weird. I still have a soft spot because, of course, I used to work for Blackburn Rovers in my uh, in my heyday. Um, I always remember I got a, uh, I got a Christmas turkey off them because I was there over Christmas. And uh, I got a Christmas turkey, as uh, we all got. Most most places give you a box of uh, box of wine for Christmas, but Blackburn Rovers gave out turkeys. But uh, I think I think we're going to see um, the eleven of them on the pitch for Blackburn though, at the weekend, and I'm going to go two 0 Leicester. Boom boom! Do you see what I did there? Ah, very good, cleverly done, Chris. You've gone for yeah. two two nil to Leicester. Not a Leicester special, but. Um, yeah. You're pretty much in the percentage of, uh, I think actually pretty much everybody has given Leicester the win there. And actually, I'm not going to surprise anybody, I have as well. I've gone 3-1 Leicester. I still feel we're susceptible to conceding. I know we kept a good clean sheet against Norwich and Bristol uh, City respectively. Um, I just feel like this will be the game where we'll, we'll win it comfortably, but we will have a little bit of a blip where, where, where they grab a goal starting to look better and we have guys like yeah. clean sheets and I don't think you can look at the midweek game um I mean their their second goal was just well you know Gordon Banks and well, you know Michael yeah. wanted to say that together and their and their third goal was lucky because it hit the post and went in so it could have hit the post and gone out so um yeah. Cody looked good and I think he'll be starting fantastic yeah, yeah. Totally honest with you. Fair play to Harry Souter. Wow, what a what a game he had. Um, and yeah. and the guard, I think now will get an extent because of obviously we've got an injury to um, Doyle. Doyle. I therefore think that Vestergaard might get an extended run with Cody coming in, but then you've got Justin to think of. And Suta, so it could be interesting, but I think we will keep it. I think we'll keep a clean sheet. Well, we'll we'll, we'll find out as of about. Well, we'll know by about two o'clock ish Sunday when the games come to a close. Because it is a yeah. twelve o'clock twelve o'clock kickoff on Sunday. So make sure you're bright eyed. You don't have to be bushy tailed, but make sure you join in. Meet myself. Foxes well, are always bushy tailed. 
Well, that is very true. We are so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed on a Sunday. Uh, get your prayers in down the church early if you if you're that of a religious <laughs> faith and you've got praying for three points uh, in time for a uh, a Sunday afternoon uh, kickoff. Um, so, with that in mind, and I can't believe you've ruined this for me. I'm going to have to try and worm this back into it. But before we get into uh, game week ten, Chris, we are, as Bon Jovi loves to say, I don't know how he is, but apparently he is still only halfway there. So I'm going to do what I normally do, which is have one thing in common with this thing here, and that is a shameless plug. And that is telling you all what platforms you can find us on on your podcast. Lester Till I Die podcasts on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor, and all podcast platforms. Something is coming. Something big to this podcast. Hello, Chris. The TalkSport Fan Network is the ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Including Leicester Till I Die. Independent analysis and reaction for the Foxes faithful. The TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Follow the podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. I tell you what, I blame, I blame Southern Rail. Because if you want on Southern Rail, it'd have got there years ago. <laughs> that's very true Chris that is very true but yes there you are folks that is where you can find us on all your favourite podcast platforms easy for me to say apparently I used to be able to say that thanks to uh, TalkSport and the Fan Network easy but apparently I can't say two words one after another so I just let the videos do the talking for me uh, as we are we probably get into well, the quicker part in terms of running through the predictions, because we don't know results, but probably the harder part of the predictions, because we're now just sort of saying, well, if the result we predicted the weekend goes the way we're going to go, then we're expecting so and so. And it's so impossible to do, isn't it, Chris? Yes. This is this is probably the difficult part of the prediction, Lee, because you're, you're, you're making assumptions on how both teams are going into this game. Looking at the table, mate, I think it's all difficult for you, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I started like right. I, I, I've got so bad. I've started writing al- alphabet alphabet letters next to me score, so I've got that confused with it. I started said that one team's going to win Z to W, so that's how badly I'm going. But someone who's obviously clearly got a bit more sense and predicts, and we'll start with you on this one, Chris. Yeah. It is Birmingham at home to Huddersfield. We've talked about both these clubs enough. We can't really discuss form because we don't know how they're going to go into this game. So, Chris, we're going to rattle through these guys. Get your predictions in quick and catch up if you want. But Birmingham, Huddersfield, um, where are you going, Chris? 2-1 Birmingham. You're going 2-1 Birmingham. You'll be happy to know that I've sat on your fence. going to start calling it Brad's Brad's Panels because I've gone for a 1-1. Oh. I've, sat on, I've sat on that proverbial fence of yours, Chris. Uh... Swiftly going through it, Ipswich at home to Hull. Uh, home win, way win, draw. Where's your mind thinking for this one? Uh, one one. You go. Oh, there we go. We got him, folks. It took five. It took five games in game week nine to get a fence panel out of him, um, <laughs> but we got two into game week ten. Although I will say this, not to try and psych you out going forward, but you've not given Desmond yet. Just saying. Uh, I went for it. I went for a comfortable two 0 Ipswich Town Ooh, win. Okay. Uh, 
Now, moving on to two teams that currently aren't in the best of form. You've just literally, um, a couple of minutes ago, said the Borough are going to suffer a defeat here. They'll be back at home, though, against Cardiff. So, it's Middlesbrough-Cardiff in the midweek. What, what, what are you seeing there? 1-2. Uh, Ooh, you, you know what? For a man who says Michael Carrick be given the benefit of that, you give him two more defeats. I wouldn't be giving him much doubt. I, I wouldn't no, have no doubts about him. I I'm not the owner. Oh, yeah, I see, I see, I see. Well, I, I have been ever the optimistic. I might, I might be getting a bit of Middlesbrough-itis because I've actually, um, I've backed them to get a comfortable 3-1 win against Cardiff. Right. Now then, Battle, Battle of the Red and Whites, it's, um, it's the Potters Stoke City versus Freefall in Southampton. I mean, are you assuming Southampton's Freefall continues here, Chris? It is at Stoke. Is that Stoke? Yes, it's at Stoke. Uh, okay, um, it's at Stoke. Um, Which is either the Britannia Stadium or the Bet365 Stadium, whatever it's probably called, but it's Stoke. They always say that they <laughs> never want to play at Stoke on a, on a winter's Tuesday night, and this is a winter's Tuesday no. night. Um, I'm going to go 1-1. One, one. I'm going to get back on that fence. He's no, found a way. I'll tell you what, I'm, no, I'm not. I'm going to go I'm going to go Desmond. You said I haven't done a Desmond. Let's go for a Desmond. Two, yeah, two. there you go. I talked to intuition, guys. I talked the Desmond two two into it, and he's gone for it. I, I, yeah. If if that was if that was a poker move, I've just reeled him in to go you all know, in. Have another that, that is two two. You will be. A I'm not. No. No, no, it's not happening. Yeah, if, if, if it's 2 2, I quit, I'll retire. I'm done. You can have, you can have, you can have the headache and do the predictions, leave. We'll be down to 14. Jesus, as a god, let that game be 2 2. I hate you because if that happens now, I'm quitting. Oh, yeah. Right, well, we go to the land of, of knockoff pasties. I'll keep calling them that so they learn what a real pasty is. We go to Plymouth, who are hosting... Are you saying the real pasties are Greg's, though? I mean, what are you comparing it to? The real pasties, mate, go proper Cornwall end. Go to St Ives, go to that end of the neck of the woods and go to a proper handmade Cornish pasty stand. That's a Cornish pasty. Not your floppy, soggy, wet two-minute nuked microwave gangsters, none of that rubbish and and greg's well they don't really do passes and they're not the greatest but greg's do a mean sausage roll that's what saves their business let's face it with greg's it's a sausage roll isn't it so you can't be too mad at, yeah, at greg's for not with, 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 with greg's for me it's the steak bake oh very good shout very good shout see lesser city and food tech that's what you yeah. get on this channel folks that's <laughs> from wikipedia <laughs> Holiday recommendations. If you're missing the food channel on uh, Nippons, then welcome along. <laughs> yeah, here you are. We're discussing Greg Sausage Roll or Steak Bait. Let us know in the comments just for a laugh. Why not? Just for a laugh. Do you like gangsters or not? There you go. There's one for just for a laugh in the comments. But on the, on the serious topic, Chris, Plymouth are home to Millwall. Um, where, where are we going and, and who really cares how badly Millwall lose? No. <laughs> Is this this is at Plymouth, is it? Yes, it is at yeah. the Argyle. Plymouth. Yeah. One nil Plymouth. One nil Plymouth. See, my I have a little bit of a soft spot to this. My late granddad, he was he's a West Ham fan through through and through he was, but moving down south and, and, and going down there a lot, he, he 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 was like you, Chris, got to go to their games because that he could get in the car and drive there. And I always had a little bit of a soft spot for them and um 
but you know, especially pasties. when they're in Holloway. You what? But not the pasties. No, not the pack. No, no, no. We don't talk about that. No, I'm not saying that. That's just their shirt sponsor. Just to clarify, I know they made there, but that's 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 the one blot against them. But I have gone for a three nil Plymouth win. I have gone Ooh. there for Plymouth. I do like Plymouth. I like you, Chris. I hope they stay up this season. I hope they're one of the teams that manage to stay up, and, I, and that's why I've gone yeah, three I'm nil. Right. If Plymouth stay up as well, I don't. I didn't predict that they would at the start of the season, but can I just say to Ronald McDonald? Obviously, I do like your burgers. Uh, in Blackburn, get a meat and potato pie. You can't beat them. I tell you what, when I when I left Leicester, my first place I went to work was Blackpool. And I went along to the old Blackpool Football Stadium, Bloomfield Road. Well, it still is Bloomfield Road, yeah. but it's modern now. But then, I tell you what, you, you, you went for a piss and you came out of the toilets and you cleaned your feet on the ground as you came out. It was absolutely awful. Uh, and they had... Can you believe it? They had potato pies. What is the point of a potato pie? You do not have a pie and put potato in it. You have meat in the pie and potato at the side. I'm sorry, Ronald, but this is just a little pet thing of mine. Uh, it was the same in Burnley. Why have a potato pie? Potatoes go at the side, meat goes in the oh, side. I, I will say this, right? At least they actually, at least... At least when you all, if you're going to eat a potato pie, you get a pie with potato inside it, Chris. That's, that sounds like it's what you logically going to get, don't you? Yeah. Can yeah. you tell me then? Can you tell me, first of all, can you tell me what, what, what I'm about to ask you, what it is? And B, tell me why it is what it is. Because I'm, I don't know if something happened in Wigan. You might already know where I'm going with this, if you know where I'm going with. We're sticking on the topic of food. The LCFC Food Channel here. Why in God's name... Oh, first of all, do you know what a Wigan kebab is? No. Because what would you assume a kebab to be, Chris? Well, for, the, for, for those that maybe don't dive into takeaway fast food, it's a kebab. It's one of two things. It could be a lot of little bits of meat and mushrooms or of it on a skewer. Or mm. it could be um, a pita bread sort of cut part with lots of meat inside it. Ah, you're very correct. That, that is what I have always believed. A, 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 a kebab to be, but according to the great people of Wigan, just to save my graces before they get the pitchforks out, although they probably call them hot dogs, if I tell you what they think, what they call a kebab is, because if you went to a chip shop in Wigan and you said, yeah, mate, I'll have a Wigan kebab, it hand you a box with a pie in, uh, in, in a bun or a cob, whatever you refer to it as, it, it's a pie sandwich, basically. A sole whole pie in a sandwich, and they call that a Wigan kebab. Well, God's honest truth. Get get your best mate Google and search images Wigan pie. It's not blue waffle. Don't worry, I'm not sending you down some eighty ways to do. <laughs> oh, no, no, my mind's gone now. You've sent my mind somewhere else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not two girls, one cup. We are talking about the place that has got a pier when it's inland. Yeah, yeah, that probably explains a lot, mate, why they've got a wing of pair when they're on yeah. land. But, yeah, yeah if you go there, you think I'll... I don't get that yeah. at all, no. I've, that, I've never heard that, and that is just wrong. <laughs> it's like so many levels of wrong. It is. It is. <laughs> I mean, it's like a part in a lift. It's wrong on so many levels. 
a joke a joke with some political correctness to it in a lot of I got to a lift the other day and it was full of ghosts. I thought, oh, they're trying to lift the spirits. <laughs> anyway. Don't want worse that the wake of kebab. Definitely the wake of kebab. <laughs> you've, taken, you've taken me down now with the blue waffle, I'm afraid. But obviously every morning I do the breakfast show Monday to Friday on Surrey Hills Radio. And I have uh, at nine o'clock Monday to Thursday, I have a, a top ten of absolutely everything. And recently did the top ten museums. So now you don't think, yeah, all right, but now these are some weird museums. Now we actually have in Southport there is a, a lawnmower museum, but in in America they actually have a vibrator museum. I'll leave that with you. Just. You know what? I've heard. I've heard about this vibrator museum, and apparently, a lot of women go there, and it shakes them to the core. Apparently, oh, and this 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 is true. That apparently, years ago, it used to be seen. Um, and for, you, I'm going to have to get the book out. I mean, it's seen as as like it was a health improvement for women. It was seen like if women were a bit mad, that they would would use these. But. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's get back. We talk. Have <laughs> we got onto vibrators? Yeah. It was you That's and your blue waffle. How we, yeah. how we went from yeah, we went from Plymouth innocently being sponsored by gangsters to now talking <laughs> pies and kebabs and bloody meat this potato a, pies and alcohol. Ronald's made a point here. Chips and gravy is what you know. No, you can have it, but at the side of the chips. Not over the chips. Yeah, you don't have the chips covered in it. No, I don't get it. No. It's like people who have curry sauce all over the chips from a chip shop. No, no, not for me. That might just be a personal thing, but no. You have that in a pot. You want your sauce, you have it in a pot for yeah. your chippy. Yeah. Right? Unless it's kept up and you're going hands in. That's that's a different story. But something like curry sauce, no. I want to pick my chips all. I don't want... Yeah. I don't like the smell of it. That might be why, but... Um, I don't like... I don't anyway. like curry, curry doesn't go really well with me because I have really bad heartburn. But uh, I don't... Uh, gravy on chips, no. Just... It's, it's a no. No. It's a no. It's there's like a, there's a lot of... Sandwich. It's got to be brown sauce. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I, I would, yeah, 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 I'm with you on that one. I mean, it, it, brown or ketchup, I'm not really in no big debate for it, I, you know, it's particular, but yeah, brown sauce, with the, that, that's the way for me. For those of you that are tuning in, this is not the Food Network, this is the prediction show. <laughs> this is the British uh, Bake Off. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Who said the other night, Brad? <laughs> Tell us about your beaver. Moving back to the real, back to the interesting thing, the thing you're all here to get in, and that is the prediction show. Oh, my stomach's turning on hungry again now. West Brom at home to Sheffield Wednesday. Let's crack on, Chris. Let's, 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 Paul, let's, skiing just, in the snow, Wigan's ovation. Let's not forget that. Wigan's ovation, skiing, skiing in the snow. Yes. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, that says it. That's Wigan, the backwards place of the world. Anyway, yeah. West Brom. Come on, Chris. Concentrate on your own. Stop misbehaving in class. Get on with your notes. West Brom versus Sheffield Wednesday. West Brom versus Sheffield Wednesday. Okay. Um, 
Sheffield Wednesday go back please? 1-0 West Brom can, can Sheffield Wednesday can you please right from a Leicester fan and from a from a from a from a team who has one of the most famous players to ever be created in Sheffield that you stupid to let go <coughs> Vardy um please go back to being sponsored by Chubba Chubb. I love that kit it was hilarious having the kit being sponsored by a lollipop Frank <laughs> if they could go back to being sponsored by that would be brilliant Chuck um yeah that's brilliant um Coventry are at home to our weekend opponents Blackburn Rovers and just to confirm, I've gone for a big West Brom win. I've gone for one West Brom. Wow. Um, yeah, I think that would be a st stuff in there for them. I don't hold out much hope for what Sheffield Wednesday. Um, Coventry at home to Blackburn. Uh, I've, again, I don't have any affiliation to hate them the way most people probably do. Uh, I've actually gone 2 0 Coventry, Chris. Uh, where are you I've, sitting I've on I've gone one? for a Desmond. I've gone 2 2. Well, I'll tell you what, the draws are pouring out of his mouth at this one. He's gone 1-1, one, one, we've had 2-2s. Two, no, it's, it's, it's hard on this second week, isn't it? Uh, that's what my ex used to say as well, but we yeah. don't talk about that either. <laughs> <laughs> she meant the relationship, nothing sexual, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talking oh, about the Vibration Museum. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Shut up. Oh dear! Right. Anyway, you might be shocked by mine, so I'm not going to say mine next for this one because this might make you cast back. Leeds United at home to Queens Park Rangers. Uh, where where are you going, Chris? Three nil Leeds. Three nil Leeds. Now that's to be expected because you've got a brain, Chris. You know Leeds are in good form and QPR aren't. I have a hatred for Leeds that has surpassed surpassed ever since they let go of Jesse Marks because my hatred for them for hiring such an imbecile as a manager, where it has long-term effect, Leeds. I'm sorry it does. It's it's, it's like recovering from a from a sickness, isn't it? You, you, you can't just recover from it and be honky-dory the next day. It, it affects you for weeks on end. But I actually went for a Leeds United win. I've oh, gone 2-0 to Leeds. So I'm maybe I'm feeling. I've got some. I've got some information here for you. The the antique vibrator museum is in San Francisco, oh. California. Uh, believe it or not, vibrators were once used as a treatment for hysteria in women. Uh, <laughs> but can I just say? Do you know? In fairness, to play both sides, you can actually also go and see the Icelandic phallological museum. Uh, believe it or not, which is in Iceland. And the Phallological Museum is a museum of penises and penis parts belonging to all mammals. You can view 30 types of whale penis and a polar bear penis. There are, all in all, 100 types of penises on display, and the benefactor has left his own penis to the museum for inclusion upon his death. Oh, I hope they don't put them in the wrong order and cock it up. This is what you get if you tune into Surrey Hills Radio between 7 and 10 o'clock every weekday morning on the Golden Breakfast Show with yours truly, DJ Chris. So when it comes to that off hour, we know why. <laughs> <laughs> we know why it's a silent radio show then, Chris. It's not to say that you've had any broadcasting issues before, but I'll show you I tell you what, though, the, the, there's irony about the fact that you keep bringing up the vibrator, the vibrating museum, because unlike what vibrators will do to women, you can't seem to get off from it. <laughs> see what I did there? See, see what I did? I'm moving on, I'll shut up. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to. 
we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna skip a game because it's a bit of an interesting one, and, and we'll, we'll we'll actually talk a little bit about it because it's well, the last. Well done to game. Paul. He's still coming in with the football predictions. Well done. Well done, Paul. You're a true testament. He does to remember the innovation skiing in the snow. Well done, Paul. He does. Sunderland at home to Watford. Chris, where 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 do you see this? While you try and find out another fact to tell us about Sunderland and Watford. No, I'm just looking. New Delhi, they have a toilet museum. Oh, I bet that's a load of shit. Yay. Oh, um, come on. That was a good one for me. <laughs> just your toilet humour. Um, <laughs> what, what was the game? I've forgotten. Oh, no matter. I'll put you down a 6 all, mate. No, Sunderland Watford. Because <laughs> we went 6 all, I'd cry. 3 0 Sunderland. 3-0 Sunday. I feel like this distraction tactics work because you're just throwing out scores and hoping for the best. Here. I am. I I actually went for a big scoreline, just like you, but I went 4-0 to Watford. Oh. Um, I know, I know. I, I think this, I think Sunday are getting a bit too big. Explain to me Go why on. are you watching with the league, Brad? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, because I make daft predictions like Sheffield Wednesday to get a point against Sunderland and, and Southampton to draw with Leeds and, Car and Rotherham to beat Cardiff. That's why I'm bottom of the league. That's why yeah. I'm really bottom of the league. Yeah. But no, Sunderland getting too big for the boots, start beating teams 5 0, get comfortable, get a thrashing. Who knows? Probably won't happen. It probably most definitely won't happen. But we've got two more before we talk about Leicester's game against Preston. Swansea Norwich, the Battle of the Cities. It's at Swansea. Uh, I've gone 3 0 Norwich. Shall I just instantly put you down for a Swansea win then? <laughs> well, I'm tempted if you've gone for that. Um, I am going to go um, Norwich, Swansea. Swansea are really. Mm. Norwich are a little bit up and down. 1 0 Norwich. 1-0 to the Norwich. That, that will please uh, Let's Be Having You fans, won't it? That will please them. Yeah, I just thought because it's the Canaries, I'd chirp up with that uh, prediction. Way, way. Yeah, Norwich's best amount of sales at the merchandise is Manchester United fans going there for green and white scarves. Uh, green and yellow scarves. That would have that been funny if you right. <laughs> and, uh, it would have been better if I remembered the colours of the club. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, then. Um, oh, well, I nearly, I nearly said uh, I nearly said something there, but it might be in poor taste with with uh, one of them not being any longer around. But this used to be a bit of a to me to you, didn't it? It's Rotherham at home to Bristol City. Uh, now, because Rotherham at home, I think that this is the to me to me to me derby. Yeah, yes, without the echo, echo, echo. Um, but Rotherham at home. Kind of like Plymouth, I think this is where they're going to need to make sure they're winning the games. And I can see them beating Bristol. And I've gone 2 0 to Rotherham. So, <laughs> Chris's head is in his hands. He doesn't know what to do. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> they're coming to take you away, ha huh? Um, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, they've got to come. They've got to come and take you away, mate. You need electrolysis or something. Um, I am going to go. Uh, I'm going to go nil, nil two to Bristol City. You're going. You're going the opposite, as I say. And opposite, they say tend to attract, but I won't believe it. 
Um, but there we are. We've done all of game week nine and ten, but the only fixture left really to do is the one we're all here for, which despite the fact that we've talked about museums, gangsters and bloody vibrators and bloody pies and kebabs on this show, we are still doing a prediction show because I wanted to leave this fixture to the end because I know we kind of rushed through these, but this one right now, Chris, is first versus is first versus third. This has the potential that if both teams get the right results at the weekend. This could be a top of the table clash, early doors. I've gone for a Leicester special two-one. I mean, Chris, assuming that's the case, even if even if Ipswich managed to get a win and Preston are still third, this is this is going to be a really big test for Leicester because they're one hundred percent away from home, but they have suffered the shock at home to Hall. This has got to be a really interesting game. Um, in the midweeks one. This probably has the potential to be the biggest game of the midweeks, would you say, in the Championship? I've got to say, probably the biggest game of the season so far, if you're going on league positions. Um, mm. You would hope that finally Preston are going to uh, suffer their first defeat. Um, I do. do I go with my head on my heart with this one? Because... Well, the boat, I have two, the boat I have two results. Um, well, I can only take one. <laughs> you can. Um, I had heard. I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go for one all draw. Oh, he sat on his proverbial fence for the last predictions. So there you have it, Chris's. Chris has dared to sit on the fence and I'll ask the game something that he struggled to do last season because it was the only way he could see us getting points and who could blame him the way last season really well went for us. <laughs> but I, I can't really blame you as well because it's just one of them, isn't it? While the stigma's there, while Leicester have a 100% away record and while they they still only have that one loss and it's at home and how bad their home form was last season, God only knows uh, just how bad it was. But can maybe understand why you've given us a draw because it wouldn't be the worst result in the world to be honest with you Chris no I mean no. Let, let's just let's just recap in these in, in old in old style fashion Chris predicted Sheffield Wednesday to get hammered what have you gone for Leicester I went I, I did say I did say I did say I went for a Leicester special I went to one Leicester oh, did you? Sorry, I did yeah. no it's alright so here's Chris's predictions for you all to hear and, and, and take note and, and remind to clip at 1 minute 24, well, 1 minute 23 and a half. For game weeks 9, he went Sheffield Wednesday 1, Sunderland 4. He went Bristol City 2, Stoke City 1. He went Saints 1, Leeds 3, Cardiff 2, Rotherham 0. Huddersfield 1, Ipswich 1. Hull 3, Plymouth 2. Millwall 1, Swansea 1. Norwich 2, Birmingham 1. Preston 2, West Brom 0. QPR and Coventry to play out a 1-1 draw. Watford to beat Middlesbrough 2-1. And Blackburn to lose to Leicester 2-0. In his game week 10 predictions were Birmingham to beat Huddersfield 2-1. Ipswich and Hull to draw. Middlesbrough uh, uh, to lose 2-1 to Cardiff. Plymouth to come out on top against Millwall 1 goal to nil. Stoke and Southampton after my genius little bit of thinking there. Got him to say Desmond and he went 2-2. West Brom will beat Sheffield Wednesday by one goal to nil, according to Chris. And then 
like buses, they all come up once. He went for another Desmond between Coventry and Blackburn this time. A big win for Leeds. He's gone 3-0 against QPR. Leicester and Preston, he went for a draw. Sunderland, a big 3-0 win he sees happening against Watford. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> My voice went a little bit. I was a croaked and cough then. Swansea are going to suffer a defeat uh, at the hands of Norwich by one goal to nil. Comes Chris. And last part, by Moniz least, he went Rotherham to lose 2-0 to Bristol City. Do you know why I sit Chris. on the fence so much? Um, because cheaper. it's hard for you to get up. It's cheaper than buying one of these, which was... Uh, this has actually been patented. It has an international patent number of W... Zero zero two zero six nine double seven three, and it is a buttock parter. So the uh, patent, I beg your pardon. The patent it's, it's meant to part your buttocks while sitting on the toilet. Here is a, this is a direct quote. The invention relates to a toilet seat comprising a seat service for the user and an opening limited to the by the seat service. The invention aims to facilitate defecation for the user in a simple, simple, comfortable manner and prevent soiling in the area around the anus. You know, I heard all that and it just sounded like you were chatting a load of shit. I think you got all that facts out your ass, mate. Poo-poo. Uh, there you go. Chris, as always, and I have to say this because even though you don't pay me, you are my boss. But it's been a pleasure having you on, mate. And, uh, you know, thank you for making sure these poor people didn't have to suffer the uh, torture of just having me waffle for over an hour and a half. That's okay. Uh, okay. I'll have some more interesting facts for you next week, I'm sure. I'm sure you will. You may even bring something to watch along. We'll discuss kebabs. What are they and why do we get it wrong? Uh, That's the next show there on the channel. Um, but no, yeah, that's very true. Chris, we don't have anything planned for the Saturday, do we? So is it just the watch along that people have got to get ready and waiting for? Yeah, joining us along. Um, I don't know. Is it twelve o'clock kickoff? Twelve o'clock kickoff. So, so we'll be on what course? Be on Sky, I'm guessing. Um, yes, it is. We are. We'll be doing the watch along. You'll be coming along before, during, and after. I think we'll probably be joined by Luke as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, looking forward to that on the Sunday. Yeah, so there you are, guys, because you know where you can find me. The WSL women's game is also kicking off on the Sunday. Now, you're thinking, Brad, you do the women's content, don't you? Yes, yes, I do. How are you going to do both? Well, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to. I don't have a laptop. It died a death on me, unfortunately, so I can't do that. And, and with the Leicester game kicking off and the time it finishes, it's going to clash. But never fear. What I will do for you all is I will review the game. I'll, I will watch as much of it as I can. And there will be a show on LTID TV 2. Either on the Sunday night, I'll try and get on, li on live for that after the game and do a post-match uh, for you. If not, it's on Monday. But go and check out that channel. Give it a subscribe and give it a follow if you haven't already because you really should have. But for now, as I say, with every show that I do, all good things, including this show, have to come to an end. So, until Sunday, where I, you'll see both our wonderful faces again, thank you to everybody who's got involved in the comment section, and thank you to anyone who's just been watching. All I ask is, on your way out, please be, be, please be courteous of others. Please subscribe, hit the subscribe button and hit the like button on your way out. And until Sunday, as always, come on, you foxes. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous.
You better like them too or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.